ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as the men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp, has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, Terra Master, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. GPR Stabilizer, a leader in steering dampener technology, brings you the new Q5 Sport ATV dampener with better control and handling with an upgraded vane and seal system. Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619-661-0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talk Sandy. Everybody, uh, thanks for talking uh, coming to ATV Talk. Um, we have two special guests today, Hunter Hart and Josh Merritt. Woo! we're going to talk GNCC. Um, we're a little late on this because of I had some things to do. Um, and Josh and Hunter both had some things that, that were going on. But we're going to cover the first three rounds in the GNCC series. Josh, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, still cleaning up after this uh, muddy weekend. But, you know, weather's looking good for this week. And hopefully getting some riding in soon. That's awesome. Hunter, how are you doing, bud? Dude, I'm above average right now. About 11 out of a 10. We're, we're doing well. It, isn't that every day? Uh, well, m- most days, you know, <laughs> m- much better after Saturday. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, let's get right into it. Um, big buck. Round one, high expectations. I know both of you trained really hard and did some testing and got your programs together. Um, what happened in Big Buck? Uh, I guess I'll go first on this one. Uh, ended up 10th place. Uh, I think I got 10th in the class, ninth overall. Uh, I think Jay Shad beat me that round. But, you know, got a halfway decent start and just couldn't find the flow. I don't know. I've been talking to you a little bit, talking to some other people, just trying to figure out where I belong in the the order this year. And I don't think 10th place is where I want to be. That's for sure. But uh, we're, we're trying to make the strives and just seemed like lap after lap. It was just, I was not going forward. Like I should have been, I was just little mistakes here and there. I hit a tree on the, first lap which put me way back and uh it kind of got in my head a little bit and then uh 
after that, I battled with Chris Ward for a while and uh, yeah, just ended up 10th. He got me in the last corner and that's about it. Was the conditions good? Were the conditions good? Yeah, conditions were one of the best of the year. Uh, normally that is like a mutter or a pretty wet race just because it's so early in the year and it's not south like in Florida, but it's it's normally wet around there. And uh it was it was awesome. It was perfect conditions. Did uh did you get to see any of the other events going on with any of the other riders? Uh, I watched the morning race. Uh me and Hayden Mickelson uh spent a week together training and he races four by four pro and I cheered him on to a first, his first ever win. So that was pretty cool. And, uh, I watched some of the youth riders and that's about it. I didn't get into the micros or anything like that. Was there any differences in the, in the course from years prior or was it the same layout? No, most GNCCs nowadays are about the same. Uh, I've been racing GNCC since I was, I think, 14 now. So I pretty much seen if we're at the same location, I probably rode the trail. It's, (laughs) they don't vary uh, the tracks very much change up the tracks. I'm going to come back to you, Josh. I want to get Hunter's take on, on uh, big buck. Okay. Hunter, did you, are you there, bud? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm here living the dream. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, big buck um, started out, uh, basically from the word go, it was a, uh, a rough start. We ended up had a great jump and then uh, bike stalled. So we went into the first couple of corners last. We made some quick passes. We were up to, oh, I think fifth, fifth or sixth coming through the first lap. And then we ended up actually, uh, crazy enough, We uh, I run a different throttle body. And where the throttle body and the fuel line clipped together, they actually ended up something disconnected. And I had never, we'd never, never seen it. I've, I've run that system for seven years now. And, you know, I, uh, it, it took me a long time to figure, figure out what it was. And actually my dad ended up getting to me at that point. And we, you know, we spent, man, I'd say probably upwards of 10 to 12 minutes trying to figure it out. And once we figured out what it was, we were able to take off. And it was just, uh, it was a salvage mission at that point. I, I ended up, I was actually back in the B class when I ended up taking off for, uh, finally. And I mean, from, from that point on, you know, I knew that everybody that I had passed, I had to get to at least the top 20 to score any points. And I ended up ending, I ended up, uh, six, 16th overall that day. So, I mean, better than zero points, but a lot, a lot, a lot of effort for, for four points. Well, sometimes that happens. What did you think of the facility and the, and the track? Oh, it was good. You know, I mean, it was super sweet. Uh, I'm excited that that's the next place we're going back to. And I mean, no, I thought that for, for big buck, it was pretty good. You know, soil was, soil was solid. Uh, I'll be excited to go back, have a little bit more flora and fauna in the woods, just make it a little thicker. And I think it should be good though. I think that it'll be, it'll be sweet. I enjoy the races actually when they're a little, little more beat in and, and um, like we go to a new property the first year, never a big fan of it about the second or third year when the track's been burned in and it's, and it's cut in and you can use a lot of the different terrain. 
it's a lot more exciting to me than just running the brand new trail. Were there any special expectations going into Big Buck? Uh, yeah, I mean, we definitely, definitely wanted to be more in the conversation than the way we were in the conversation, actually. And it's, you know, it just wasn't, wasn't exactly what we, we had had in mind when we woke up that Saturday morning. Did I'll get into this, but, uh, briefly, did you and the crew go back and figure out what happened? You know, we, we honestly tried. We, we couldn't, I couldn't recreate what happened at Big Buck and, and I tried. I, uh, I, I would disconnect the fuel line a little bit. I took the O-ring out of the fuel, uh, the clip system and none of it would, would recreate what happened at Big Buck, which, which is what blew our mind. I mean, um, honestly couldn't even figure out what, what, what would have caused it because it literally, I, I couldn't replicate it. And, and the bike had three hours on it, maybe at, at that point in the race or at that point in uh, the bike life, you know? So, I mean, it was one of those things where if I couldn't recreate it, you know, what, what I, we still don't know exactly. I mean, we know what happened, but we don't know what caused it to happen. Well, you know? how can you prevent it if you can't duplicate it again? Exactly. So we ended up actually taking the entire line off the of, uh, double clamp system. And now we just run a straight fuel line instead of running basically like a like a buddy system that clamps together. We basically got rid of the entire the entire line. Well, that's one way to do it, you know. One 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 way to fix your problem. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Josh, when you were, uh, do, do you think that some of your struggles were coming from uh, over expectation or just the fact that? things weren't going exactly right. And it, it's one of those deals when, when the first thing goes wrong, then the second thing goes wrong, then, then it just all starts to go wrong. I think it was a little bit of both. Um, first race, actually, after the race, I rode the race bike for the next, I think, four days at Kroom with Hunter and the boys, just trying to figure out, like, why does this thing feel so much different than what I've been riding? And, uh, I thought it was my rear end, but it was actually my front shocks were the clickers were not the same. And that that's completely on me. I should have easily checked that before the race. And, uh, so I was practicing on one setup and go and race the first race on another setup. I even hit a tree and a month of riding with Hunter and pushing myself. And then the first race, I smack a tree on the first lap and that really plays into your head uh like you said it was at that point it was one thing and then another thing and then it was all just building up and just pretty much i was about to explode like with so much pressure going on through my head and uh just putting it on myself and uh, i think i i got the shocks figured out and then round two you know that was just a whole nother story with just florida sand whoops man they you got to be a really well-conditioned rider uh, to be out there and just pound the whoops for two hours straight. Um, I actually overheated my rear shock, I think at like the lap and a half mark. And I could just feel my whole bike feel a little bit different at that point. 
how many laps were there total? It was a four lap race. And, uh, that I was again, battling with Chris Borge, uh, and the last lap he pulled away from me cause I had nothing left in the tank and, uh, we battled for two and a half laps. And I think with a lap to go or a lap and a half to go, I think every single bump went straight to my back and it really messed me up. I was looking for chiropractors and everybody was, uh, booked for the week and I was rolling out and whatnot. And man, it, it really put a toll on my body. I was swimming a lot in the pool just to try to get loosened up. And I didn't ride once in between, uh, Florida and Georgia. So that if that's it, all right, just kidding. I did ride one time and it, it just, it was more of a, just try to get loose at that point. Right. Right. What did you guys think of uh, Bryson? You want to go, Hunter? Oh, Bryson. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't surprised. You know, I mean, when uh, when I broke at Big Buck, I was right behind him. So when they told me he won, I was kind of like, really? Uh, I was a little shocked. I'm not going to lie, you know. Um, but I mean, no, I wasn't. I wasn't super, super surprised. I mean, everybody, everybody knows that he's been for his entire, you know, life and stuff like that. So it, it nothing really surprises me anymore these days. Like, you know, some people be like, oh, dude, did you, did you see that ride that guy put in or, or what that guy did on the bike? I'm like, yeah, you know, like none of it, you know, I don't ever get that like, oh, wow, like that's crazy um, effect on anybody really anymore. And, and I think that's just a lot of what helps us stay pretty, pretty chill, you know, coming into the race weekends is that there's no, nothing really gives us that, Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's new. That's different. I've never seen that, you know, and, and that's kind of what, what helps us a lot just to be our own own person at the end of the day is just, just being mellow and, and knowing what we want out of each race weekend. Well, right now, not to sound too out of the loop, the three favorites is Walker, Bryson, and you, Hunter. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd also put Devin Spehan in the in the mix with those guys as well. And then um, June uh, John Glada Junior's been there as well a good bit. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, it's just it's interesting, you know. I mean, uh, Walker and Bryson were definitely shredding. And uh, I think Gavin and I brought something else to the table this weekend, you know, and it was, you know, I mean, the, the four of us were super tight together all day and it was, you know, it came down to a good, good race up here in Georgia. You, you had a great ride in Georgia. Uh, what went on with you in um, Florida? Uh, I just, I missed my setup. I just, I should have been better. I should have been smarter. I just, I, I missed where, where I should have been on it. And that was, that was, that was what it was. So just slightly off on the shock setup. Uh, I wouldn't even say slightly, dude. I mean, I, I'd say if we had to be in say Florida setup, I'd say that I was set up for like riding some, I don't even know what, maybe I, I don't even, for comparison, if, if I was setting my bike up for California, I was prepped to ride in like, Mississippi you know I mean I was I was on completely opposite sides of the spectrum and you know I just I just I just missed missed my mark and you know we we learned from it did you have prep time before that race 
for the setup or was it something new? <laughs> Ironically, I've spent all winter prepping for Florida. <laughs> that's the part that makes me laugh so i want to i want to hear a little bit more is it something where you just changed the clickers thinking that you were doing the right thing or you just put the wrong set of shocks on the bike i i that's that's a great uh great question that i truly i don't know i i um i set my rebound a little uh a little different then actually I set my rebound exactly where I've been running it on my practice stuff. And I guess that my practice stuff uh, must've just been pretty old and needed to be serviced because it, you know, it um, responded way differently when I had my rebound set to where my practice stuff was. So, so I, I don't know, you know, I, I truly don't, don't have all, all the answers or a great answer. You know, I, um, I definitely think that I need to be better for the next stand race at Camp Coker, just so that I don't miss the mark there as well. But I think that what we we changed what we needed to going into Georgia, and it uh, made a huge, huge difference for on the bike setup. So, so let me ask you this question about the podium finishes in in Florida. Were you at all surprised at the way that that broke down? I was just annoyed. I was, I was, I was flat out annoyed. You know, I, uh, just, just didn't, didn't have the day that, uh, anybody, anybody in my camp thought we would in Florida, you know, we, uh, going into Florida, that was actually my worst Florida finish to date ever. Normally you do really well there. Normally. Yeah. I mean, my first, my first year in XC, XC one, which was 2019, I got a fifth. My second year was a fourth. Last year was a second. And then this year to drop the ball and pull a six was pretty much un- unacceptable. You know, I mean, uh, I would have to say that Hunter's a little freaking heated right at the moment. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, we uh, definitely wasn't, wasn't at all what, what anybody, any of us thought. And I mean, you know, you know, as well as I do at the end of the day, the the racers always going to be a lot harder on themselves than than others are and i think that's just what kind of eats eats me up a little bit is that i should have just i should have just been better with my setup and and not not drop the ball as hard as i did you know what if you were perfect you'd be racing f1 yeah literally and and, and look at those guys screw up all the time so you, you uh you got to keep it in perspective you know you did the best you could at the given yeah. moment. And you just got to improve the next round. But back to my question, did you or either one of you, when you seen the how the podium broke down in Florida, were you surprised at all? Josh, go ahead. Uh, I was actually a little surprised. Actually, um, <clears throat> I'll go back to the first round. I was biking the track with Bryson at Florida the second round and I I told him straight up I was like hey you proved me wrong bud I said I did not expect you to win let alone you know be a contender for that first race just because I feel like Hunter Walker Devin Jr. Jared they all are leveling up they're going faster and faster every year and with him missing just that much of rate that much 
that many races, I felt like he would have been a little bit farther behind the ball. And, uh, I told him, I told him exactly what I'm saying right now. I said, dude, Hey, you proved me wrong. That was awesome. And to see at the Florida, he finishes point. It was like 0.8 seconds behind Walker going through the finish line. And he never touched Florida sand, uh, all winter long. That, that means there's a program out there that is suitable for people like that can't afford to go down South or don't have a house or luckily a friend like Hunter that lets me stay in his spare bedroom, uh, that you can do, uh, you can get fit to finish first, second in pro at a pro level. Um, in where, Florida. Where, does, where does he spend most of his time? He lives in Ohio, uh, about two hours south of me. So he doesn't get as much snow. That's the one positive where he lives. He doesn't get much snow. Um, so he can still ride, but it's still extremely cold. Um, I was talking to his dad this past race, and he says he puts all in these big gauntlets that snowmobilers probably run. And he goes out and he puts his time in, and obviously his fitness is – next level. Uh, but to go back to your question, Feehan getting third at Florida, we've rode with Devin all winter long. Um, there was no doubt that he put in a lot of work this winter, uh, just watching him ride. And I think me and Hunter both can say he pushed himself harder than we would ever push ourselves because he come off the track and it looked like he would either fall off the quad or the quad was melted to the ground next to him. Um, but for him wrecking in the first corner and then coming all the way back and getting a third. Yeah. He was down from the leaders, but we were, I mean, everybody was down from the leaders. Uh, it was pretty impressive to see Devin do that, but he did end the last year on a high note, getting those seconds and thirds. Um, I would just have expected HH to be up there battling. Uh, I know I seen his speed in Florida sand and man is one scary thing. <laughs> so I'm thinking once he gets that set up, right. Uh, I'll turn some heads like he did this last race. How close were you to Walker in Georgia? Uh, six seconds, seven seconds. Did you run second the whole day? No, I I got the whole shot. Ended up getting something into my front tire. Fell to six. <laughs> and then uh, from there, I ran uh, third, fourth for most of the day. And then I ended up grabbing the lead um, on the last lap in a mud hole. It, it actually flip-flopped. It was Walker and Dev were one, two. And then Bryson and I were three, four. And I actually went from fourth to first. Bryson went from third to second. Walker went from first to third and Devin went second to fourth. And then from there we led and then Walker ended up getting me right before the 10. And then from there, it was, uh, it was a race from there to the finish. And we ended up second. I, uh, we ended up, we had, I was seven seconds behind Walker. Bryson was a second behind me. And then Dev was 27 seconds behind Bryson. Did something happen to him that uh, caused him to be so far off? 
uh, who is that? Um, Devin. Devin. Uh, I'm honestly not sure what happened on the last lap. I know because him and Walker got out of the mud hole about the same time. He was riding without goggles. Uh, one picture I saw, his face yeah. was completely covered. His eyes were bloodshot, so I can only imagine. Uh, he got roosted one too many times. Yeah, he yeah. You couldn't see. Was that, <laughs> was that mud hole a treacherous portion of the track the whole day? Uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say from, from the word go, it was, it just kept getting wider and wider. You know, it would, the main line would then turn into two lines, turn into four lines, turn into six lines and go from there. And you couldn't go back to the main, the first one, because it it, would, the ruts were too deep. Well, the main one's actually the one I ended up using on the last lap to, to regain the lead was, was the main line. Yep. Same here. I, I passed, I fell back on I think I was what third going into the woods behind Hunter and Adam Hunter made a mistake. Um, then I was second and then Walker got by me, Adam made a mistake. And then I kind of wanted to settle into like the group. And there was a sinkhole that literally just grabbed my front end. And I just did a front flip over my quad at one point and, uh, got behind, uh, Johnny and a couple of the pro-am guys and I used uh, the line that Hunter's talking about and I passed three guys like like that and it was just it looked bad but everywhere else was almost worse because it had like that slop on it still if you just rode the rut on the main line you could make up five seconds easily so I think I've asked this question before but do you guys ever run bigger tires? Yeah, we all have bigger tires in our trailers ready to go. 22, um, 22s? 23s, so, 22s. Yep. So we actually talked about it. Uh, if if it had rained more, I was going to put them on. But it didn't, it didn't make sense for the amount of high speed you had versus the slow stuff to have the big tires on. You would have lost too much everywhere else. Yeah, we didn't get near the rain that they said that we were going to get and everybody was ready for it. And uh, like Hunter said, there was only two mud holes that we would have needed them in. And the rest of the track was so fast and flowy. You really, you would have lost so much time compared to making up three seconds in a, in a mud section. Really? That's, that's pretty good to know. Uh, you stopped for goggles. How did the pits go? Good. The, uh, the, the order of the top four didn't, didn't change. You know, we all went in in the same, we all went in and left in the same, in the same order that we, that we did. So I actually, uh, was wearing a fly jacket, a clear plastic coat. Cause of how muddy the first, it was pretty cold out actually. And then how muddy the track looked at least from the morning race, I was like, I'm going to wear this fly jacket. Well, it got really hot. And then, (laughs) um, I mean, it was like wearing a trash can pretty much and, uh, or trash bag, I should say. And so during my pit, I actually took that off. I did a, I actually did a helmet change because there's so much sand and mud on my helmet. I changed my helmet, put goggles on and I went back out. So I looked 
completely clean from the waist up when I did that. And it, I, I definitely think it helped me. We have done the helmet change in the past. Uh, I got it actually from Taylor Kaiser back in the day. He used to do that. And uh, instead of just someone wiping your helmet, your pads are dry, everything's clean. And um, it's actually, I like it. It, it makes me push it like I'm starting the race pretty much over again after the pit stop. So I did lose a little bit of time. Uh, I was in front of Johnny. And by the time I got out, Johnny was going around the corner at the end of pro row. So um, probably lost four or five seconds, but could have gained a minute. I don't know. Could have gained 10 seconds at the end of the race. You think at the end of the race, it gained you time. So yeah. it's definitely worth the, the, the downside. Yeah, definitely. Cause at the end of the race, I did end up catching Chris Borge again and uh, we battled again and I had a nice light helmet with fresh goggles. And I, when I caught him, he didn't have any goggles on and he knew he couldn't let me buy him. Um, because if I did, I would just have roosted him all the way to the finish line. So he battled, we battled again and he ended up sucking some water and uh, his bike was sputtering and I ended up getting by him and going to the finish line for another 10th place. <laughs> Dang it. It's, it's funny you mentioned about the helmet, Josh. I, I had one prepped as well for, for that exact reason. Yeah. Is that normal for you, Hunter? to prep an extra helmet? No. So that's actually the first time I'd ever done that because I hate, hate a floppy helmet. And, um, I'll actually, I run, I run super, super small helmets for, for that reason there so that I don't end up ever getting that sheer flop of the flop of the helmet. And, you know, we, we thought about it, but then I ended up uh, deciding not to do that. And it just, it ended up, you know, working, working well. We, uh, we were able to just have a clean enough helmet all day and, you know, we, we really didn't need it, but, uh, no, it was, it was kind of funny. We were looking at the results. Uh, I was actually looking at them. Uh, Josh, I don't know if you were looking at this, but you and Dylan both have had the exact same finish for the first three rounds. What do you mean? Dylan Walraven? Yeah. Yeah. So Dylan's we're... gone. He's gone 17, 17, 17. You've gone 10, 10, 10. <laughs> Is he yeah. in 17th overall? He is. He <laughs> is in 10th overall. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But you're ninth in pro points. Yes. I'm but that that really doesn't mean anything in GNCC pro class. That just means I get to line up in to the ninth line ninth. place. Yeah. But for my overall number and for what I get paid for is 10th. Okay. It's, it's the, it's the silliest thing in the world. Uh, to be honest with you, we should like every time Jay Shadron beats me, he's beat me twice this year. I lose a point to whoever got, so I got ninth in the class, but 10th overall. So whoever got eighth in the class and didn't get beat by Jay, he got two points on me instead of one point. So, you know, the reason, you know, the reason why they do that, right, Josh? Uh, I don't know exactly. So the year that Chris and Walker tied for the championship, Walker won the class, Chris won the overall. So they got rid of it so that they wouldn't have two separate champions for the same award. Uh, so that, that's, that's where the issue was because 
you know as well as I do, you only earn points for the top 20 overall. But if you break down and the other guy finishes in the top 20, then there's points gained there where the class paid points for the whole class. So that's where the issue, that's where the issue is coming in. And that's why they got rid of the, the separated point system, because at the end of the day, nobody really cared who won the XC1. They just cared about the overall championship. And like going back, that makes sense. Going back to what you said for Hunter on round one, I mean, he was probably in like 60th place, maybe even farther back. And he got to 16th. You thought he got 12th because that's what he got in the class. Really, he got points for 16. Yeah, exactly. Overall, that makes hey, that I mean, makes that makes a whole lot more sense. Yes. Why it's so far back. Yes. Yeah, so we if we don't get in the top 20, you might as well just pull pull in and call her a day because like Hunter, he had to ride his butt off to get to 16th. Cause if you would have got 12th in the class, but 21st overall, oh. it's zero points. Oh, that's gotta be a heartbreaker. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's happened to a couple of us that try to uh, fix a quad and go back out. It, it doesn't work. That's, out the best. that's the first time it's actually worked to get back into the top 20 for me. And I've had, multiple occasions i had one was a a rear shock didn't work i had another one that was a inner clutch basket and that one i ended up ironically i got 21st with the inner clutch basket. i've gotten a 21st twice actually 20 i got to a 21st and a 23rd and it it didn't matter so i told my mom that i need to know my overall and if i wasn't inside the top 20 on the last lap i was like well, not going around again like i'll, I'll just save some energy Save yeah, we're gonna, if you're not going to get any points, why ruin the bike, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what's your guys' overall assessment for the class and the competitiveness? You can go, Josh. What do you mean by that? Well, how it's all breaking down with the, the overall speed with everybody and, and how competitive everybody's in, intermingling. Um. Speed-wise, I think everybody has brought it up another notch. Um, I think everybody's flying out there, absolutely flying. And, I mean, it's great for the sport. We're all kind of close. I would say closer than in years past. Uh, Obviously, Hunter, Bryson, Devin Jr. in that top five almost every race, um, at least battling with Walker. Normally, Walker kind of – pulls away. So for a fan, uh, I love to see it because I love the sport and I want people to watch it and having close races like that, like the top three hunters, six seconds behind and one second behind Bryson. I mean, that's awesome. That's what people want to see. That's what I want to see. I wish I could watch and race at the same time, but sadly I can't. Um, but to go through everybody's name and just like see where they are at in the list. It looks exactly how I would say how everybody trained Um, besides Hunter. Hunter should be a little farther up. Um, (laughs) We're we're, we're making jumps, buddy. He was, he was two points behind me last race and now he's uh, uh, about 10 ahead, uh, 12 ahead now. So he's, he's making up some, some big points and, uh, I can see him at the end of the year being, uh, in that top three where he should be. 
Um, but he's got a lot of company. I'm not going to give it, give him it. Uh, I think everybody's got put in the work this winter. It just depends on how everybody keeps going. I know a lot of people drop off after these first three because they go home, they're settled in, they got their wife cooking all the good unhealthy meals and whatnot. And uh, some people go home and they put in some more work. So uh, still got a lot of racing to do. So, but I truly think everybody's kind of in the position where I would say, I think they train too. So there's no dark horses, no dark horses for you there. Nope. So Jam, are you saying, saying that you train for a 10th then buddy? Well, you know, (laughs) I'm just just messing with you, buddy. I, I agree. I, Hey, I, the last five years, I think I've been like a 10th place guy and I just kind of pick away through the year and I end up, I've been a number 11 for three years. I was number eight last year or two years ago. Now I'm number six. So, uh, it all just depends on how those last races go. I, Hey, I agree with you. I think I should be like (laughs) six, seven. Every race, that would be like a win for me right now. And uh, from my lap times, the last race, if you look at my last lap, I had the sixth fastest lap time on the last lap. So I just need to put together a first, second lap, and the rest of it will take care of itself. We're working on it. Dude, you know what blows my mind? I was looking at the lap times too. I ran two laps that were only, it was either here in Florida that were only three seconds apart. Like That's legit. Awesome. Well, I legit like, it was a, like a, it was a 2804 and like a 2807. Yeah. Well, like, sadly to let all the viewers know, uh, Florida, the first lap was three miles longer than the rest of the laps. And it was my fastest lap. <laughs> make fun of myself there everybody so i don't make fun of yourself you can't make fun of others i'm not gonna go <laughs> hunter is there any dark horses for you somebody that's that's excelling that you didn't expect no not at all but like i said earlier nothing surprises me anymore nobody I, nobody's like gets me rattled I'm like whatever are you guys missing wesley wolf no, I mean, bummer that he's not there racing, but you know, he would he would have been he would have been a top ten guy, and you know that's. I mean, I don't know. Wesley was just such an interesting cookie because I think he spread himself so thin between the two of them. Where where I think he was, he could have been phenomenal at either either side of the cookie that he chose, but instead he was he was good at both. Where I think he could have been a superstar at one or the other, if if that makes sense, you know. Because yeah, I mean, I. He wanted yeah, gold in both categories. Exactly. And, you know, that's, that's where, I mean, I, I raced with Wesley, you know, since, man, I've got a photo of Wesley on a, on a Unadilla podium, 2011, I think Wesley and I were on the podium. It was either, it had to be 11. Yeah. 2011, Wesley and I were sharing a Unadilla podium together. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. I've battled with Wesley over the years and, uh, I, I miss him, but I don't miss him because you can make him very angry and he can go really fast once he's angry. Uh, so, uh, 
you know, I love the battle, but I'm yeah, fine. I get, <laughs> I get it. I get it. So the next round's going to be back in Florida. Same course? Uh, no. no the next one is uh, South Carolina. South Carolina. I'm sorry. So, so you're going back to Big Buck again? Yeah. Same course, different course? Uh, it'll probably <laughs> pretty close, but backwards. How much different is the weather going to be? Hopefully warmer. What, you guys can't handle a little cold? No, I'm not a fan. 40 degrees at Georgia. So I'd like to, not I'd, that cold. I'd like to be in t-shirts, shorts. Maybe flip flops. Run that track backwards. What are the what are the things that you have to look for that you didn't have to going the other direction? A bear, big bears like grizzly bears. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not much to be honest with you. The good thing is, is if they do run it backwards, you can still hit some of your lines that maybe uh, other people don't know about, and. Uh, they do try to add and subtract some sections uh, to mix it up because if we ran the same track, it'd be pretty beat and miserable just because the morning and the youth and then us have to get on it. And then you have all the dirt bikes that show up to that race. Cause that was one of the biggest races they had there this year. Um, but they did say that fuel prices are since they're going up, it might be a smaller, uh, more of the diehards, I should say, will be there. The people that are racing full time and whatnot will be there. So we'll see. I'm going to start driving a Prius. Same. Put my, put my ATV on the roof, <laughs> drive it right up the hood, park it. Well, I don't think it's strong enough to hold your quad. Oh, we'll try. I'll find <laughs> one. <laughs> I can, I can see Hunter doing it. it's close enough oh yeah the van the van's great on fuel he'll have one of those harbor freight trailers behind him with his gear (laughs) bag on it and it'll be wobbling because there's no room in the Prius it'll be uh, it'll be out there and then we'll blow the tires and just keep driving we'll be like oh it's fine it's under warranty (laughs) we'll get we'll get the extended warranty on it bring it back to him on a Monday we'll buy it on a Thursday bring it back the next Monday be like hey I need a replacement one. Well, where's the rest of the trailer? <laughs> on the highway. It's on, a, it's on I-95. <laughs> somewhere in South Carolina. All right, guys. That's awesome. Thank you guys for uh, coming, uh, changing your schedules around to meet with me and go over this recap. Um, I'm going to hit you back later on in the year again. Um, but good luck. And uh, I hope that uh, things improve for both of you drastically thank you hey i drove i drove through like a tropical storm to be here you know you saw the lightning brother you live in a tropical storm so don't <laughs> tell me it's anything dangerous fair enough <laughs> josh is living in the ice and you're living in the tropical storm so that's right we'll snow all day. last night so i'm happy <laughs> that means in two days i can ride <laughs> When when is the next round? I apologize. I I have some notes, but I didn't write that down. Uh, two weekends. Two weekends. So what is that? The 
14, 21, 28, around the 28th of this month. Yep, that's not this kind no. of limit than the following weekend. Yeah. Yes. It's, yep. That's the a Monday. 20, that's a, the 28th of Monday. 26. Yeah. So it's the 26th. Yes. Well, I expect to, to hear some things from you. Um, Josh, you and I will, uh, I'm assuming, have some conversations before that round. And yes. um, Hunter, you just stay focused and uh, make sure you adjust the clickers correctly on your shocks next time. I uh, know. I've, I've got notes. We're good. I got them on a whiteboard. I've actually, I, had, I ran out of space on my one whiteboard, so I had to buy a second one to keep the, the thoughts going. So we're good. If you put post-it pads over your goggles, You'll you won't forget, dude. I've got whiteboards everywhere. I've got a whiteboard in my van. I got a whiteboard in my room. I've got two in my shed now. I've got pit boards. We got we've got messages everywhere. Like if you ever came here, you'd be like this man has just got like race notes, and you're probably like, man, he probably shouldn't have all this information and data posted everywhere. And I'm I just I just forget about it. <laughs> you're always a pleasure to talk to. Always, dude. It's great. It's always fun. Uh, dude, I love it. You you do keep it fun. Josh, I understand why you hang out with this guy. It, it, it's, oh, always, it, it's always a good time, isn't it? Yes, it's too much fun. It keeps me on my toes, keeps me young. And uh, we have we have way too many laughs when we're together. So I, I love it. I, I really enjoyed meeting you guys when you came out to California. It, expectations good. were high and you guys met, met them all. So I appreciate that. Um, as always, thank you so much for coming on ATV Talk. The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATVTalkPodcast.com. San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center. With over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org, or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. Duncan Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industry building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all the available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.